Hello and welcome to Horror Culture Show, where the show discusses all the masterpieces and trash the pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And this week, for Nasty November, we'll be discussing a film that takes place over a few days and features no demons. It's Night of the Demon. I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like, which night are they discussing? What what title? The title, what night is it referring to? Perhaps the... Um, one of about six. Impregnating night? Yeah, or the one where he kills them all. This is something. And, and I, we watched this uh, about a year ago, and immediately I said, we, we have to discuss this for the podcast. So I was really happy when you guys voted for it on the poll. Um... Because it it is something special. Um, yeah, so this is from both 1980 and 1983, for some reason, uh, online. No website could seem to make their mind up which year it's from. Uh, so it's not to be confused with the 1950s British film or the 80s teen film, Night of the Demons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do not confuse it with the uh, one from the fifties. No. Which is an all-time classic. Do not get it mixed up. This, this is a this is a trash the piece. Um, it is full of so bad the good moments. It's quintessential horror called trash over. Um, with with some very strange choices uh, and a, a clear view as to why it was a video nasty. It's pretty grim, isn't it? Overall, it's pretty grim. Impressive for a low budget. I'll, I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Okay. Um, directed by James Say James Say what the fuck? James C. Watson. Uh, it's his only film. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, unknown budget and don't know how much it made. Beginning to the trivia, one of the horror movies banned in the UK during the video nasty craze of the 1980s. It was passed with 1 minute and 41 seconds of cuts in 1994. And I'm not sure if it's ever been released and cut since, because this has another Blu-ray release. No, yet. 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 It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It, no, it's getting one. Is it? It's been announced. Oh, I don't know there who's doing it. I'm assuming it's America first, I think. Um, but, yeah, I swear I saw it recently. Yeah, no, actually, I think you're right. Night of the Demon game. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, shit, someone's... Yeah, because they did the same with um, Don't Go In-House, like, when we announced we were discussing that, so... Yeah, I mean, trendset as much. Obviously. Uh, originally titled The Revenge of Bigfoot in the script, the movie's name was later changed when the interest in Bigfoot movies that started in the 70s started to disappear. Um, I mean, Revenge of the Bigfoot is a lot more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually what this film is about <laughs> well I don't know who's I don't know if he's getting revenge or not he is. but it's certainly much closer to the truth than Night of the <laughs> Demon he's getting revenge for his dead kid um, the original edit of I'm the film so. the original edit of the film included scenes uh, with a helicopter rescue of the remaining students after two were killed by the Bigfoot monster the rescue sequence was headed by the town sheriff and was followed by a scene between the sheriff and Crazy Wanda outside her cabin, during which the sheriff assures Wanda uh, that Bigfoot is still alive and well. Those scenes were cut where, when the initial distributor determined that the film would be more commercial if all of the students were killed by Bigfoot in a climatic... But, uh, there. Get my words out tonight. Bloodbath. Except one who would lift a tail a tail. And as a result of those uh, post-production changes... Paul appears only briefly as the sheriff uh, in a 
Wait, is that Sheriff's name? Oh, no, Paul, the actor, just known by first name um, basis. Paul Keller uh, from Deadly Pursuit and Moonlight Murders. Yeah, Paul, Paul. you know Paul. Uh, Appears only briefly as a sheriff in a war com bit when the students first arrive in the village. However, he is listed as a member of the principal cast in the opening credits, uh, which were completed before the alternate ending was inserted into the film. I mean, I'm glad it ends the way it does. Uh, That's uh, a great ending. Yeah, yeah. It'd have been boring if they were just all rescued. Yeah, but it's kind of a weird... Spoiler alert. But it's the kind of a weird thing where most of the kills up until that point happen through kind of flashback. (laughs) But it's flashback from campfire stories. Um, but we'll get more into that. Yeah, there's, there's, the there's plenty of uh, of flashbacks in this film. More, probably more than Silent Night, Dead Night Two. Um, Bigfoot films. You you you're a fan, Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Henderson. <laughs> I don't remember the John Lithgow film, but I do remember the TV series. Um, and I used to love it when I was younger. Harry, Harry and the Hendersons, followed by Do South. How does uh, how how do we think that matches up to this? Um, well, I've never <laughs> met Bigfoot personally, um, so I'm not really sure how accurate the depiction is. Um, I will tell you in this film, he looks like a bag of shit. <laughs> He does look like he's had a rough week or two. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure Harry and the Hendersons, the film, was like nominated for awards for its special effects and its costumes and, and such for Harry. This ain't winning any. I can't think if I've seen anything with Bigfoot in other than Harry and the Hendersons, actually. No, but you do love your random YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where... I, yeah, it's not counting Bigfoot sightings. Bigfoot sightings. <laughs> That never um, make the news for some reason. Well, I mean, uh, those costumes are more convincing than this one. <laughs> it's not good, is it? It's not good. Um, what confused me is the fact that Bigfoot is basically Jason Voorhees and knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I thought, you know, it's just a creature that attacks anyone who comes near him. But, I mean, this guy's using axes... He's swinging sleeping bags around. He's making people stab each other. Pitchforks. You know, he, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's got a brain. Um, definitely not what Harry and the Andersons made me think of Bigfoot anyway. I feel like, like with the trivia, I feel like what they wanted to do was a slasher film, but there was a Bigfoot craze going on. So they wrote a slasher film. They incorporated... Bigfoot into it yeah. without changing really anything <laughs> in the story. Pretty much. And then they suddenly turned around and said, now nah, Bigfoot ain't big anymore. <laughs> um, you're going to have to change the title to Night of the Demon, which makes absolutely, you know, just pretend it's another slasher film or something. Oh, come on, mate. Have them take the mask off at the end and it's the sheriff. I know, yeah. I, I'd have much preferred that. Like Scooby-Doo. So we'll get into the film, Professor Nugent and his students try to track down Bigfoot but end up uncovering something more sinister at work. I mean, no, they, they uncover Bigfoot. <laughs> they do, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, Bigfoot doesn't get a backstory, unfortunately. Um, no. um, but there is more to the story than here's Bigfoot in the woods killing people. We start with the loudest dripping noise ever. Yeah. <laughs> in a hospital. Um, yeah, 
Oh yeah, so we don't see. I was going to say, I swear we see Carla in this. That makes no sense for the ending, but no, we don't. He tells him about Carla. Um, so Bill Nugent, an, an anthropology professor, uh, is in a hospital bed with a bandage up to his eyes, um, which also makes no sense of what happens to him at the end. But that's his whole face, not just his nose and mouth. Um, the police are there to question him, and he tells them all of the horror stories about the forest are true. There is a demon. Okay. <laughs> now, question. It's not in the trivia, but I swear I've read it somewhere, or, or I made it up to try and make sense of these scenes a year ago when we first watched the film, that that isn't the same actor who portrays Nugent in the rest of it the film. It makes sense, because it doesn't look like him. It didn't look like You only see the top half of his face. <laughs> But also the mention of the demon mm. makes me think that maybe this was tagged on. Yeah. And this was never really meant to be, this um, part with him in the hospital at the beginning and end. Well, yeah, because it's after this where we launch into one massive flashback. Yeah. And the rest of the film is a flashback with flashbacks within the flashback. Yeah. <laughs> well, no dogs have flashbacks, though. No, so sadly. Sadly. Um, he, he tells them about when he was approached by Carla Thomas, a young woman whose father was murdered in the woods in Northern Carolina, Carolina California. Um, she suspects that his death was caused by a Bigfoot who, according to legend, resides in the woods in the region. Yeah, he um, channels Lisa Renner, doesn't he? He does. He's like, oh yes, I want to tell the story. You bet, <laughs> you bet I'm going to tell it. <laughs> yeah, and with that... <laughs> the, uh, the police officer goes, maybe it's best you start the story from the beginning. <laughs> so we do, we start from the first flashback. Yeah. Carla's father sitting around doing nothing with his fishing rod in the woods. Um, whilst we see through the very red eyes of Bigfoot... Uh, who then rips his arm off. Does. <laughs> um, now, I have to just go back slightly. Did you not think it was incredible how Nugent, with a bandage over half of his disfigured face, <laughs> spoke ever so clearly? Oh, <laughs> really, really well done. Um, but, yeah, his first story is of the fisherman. Is it Cara or Carla? Carla. 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 No, like, I got it. like Carla Connors. Carla Connor from Coronation Street. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Carla's dad is horribly mutilated. Yeah, I mean he's he's kind of asking for it really. He's just sitting there. He hears weird noises and he still does nothing. Like I mean, what is the purpose of him being there? He's not fishing. He literally just just sat there with a fishing rod, staring into space, doing nothing. He's fishing. That's how he's not fishing. He's never been fishing before. I know he's not fishing. Fishing's though. boring. But he's literally just sitting there with his rod. He's not even near the lake. Oh, I don't know what he's fishing for. He's just looking around. Hey, he's fishing for something else. I um, mean, you had to do what you had to do before Grindr. Well, apparently. Um, what do you think about Bigfoot's uh, red-eye vision? Um, <laughs> years before uh, Predator. It's... it's <laughs> I, don't, I don't... I'm no eye expert, but I, I'm pretty sure that's not how sight works. <laughs> like, red around the pupil, and... I thought it was... We saw through the pupil... So the middle bit, it should just all be. Re- I don't know. I'm no. I'm no um, optometrist. This, this we may not have the budget for this, but I can tell you it's pretty fucking low. Um, <laughs> there wasn't much money put into this film, uh, and I'm sure it didn't make much either. But I mean, that's what makes it entertaining. A, a low budget Bigfoot film. This is probably as good as it gets. <laughs> there are there are 
because films like this, either featuring Bigfoot or serial killers or whatever, in the woods killing campers or, or whatnot, there were fucking loads of them. Mm-hmm. And there's loads that we're probably never going to see. Um, hopefully we get to see them all, but it, one like this, I don't know how this has survived no. and become kind of a cult film. It is, yeah. Um, I really think it's because it was on the video nasties yeah. list. Yeah, definitely. Um, like we said last week, there are a lot of films on that list that really shouldn't have survived mm-hmm. for a time. Probably best forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> I would kind of maybe put this film in that category if it wasn't for some standout scenes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the budget was, what, like $10? Yeah, I mean, the gore's, um, the gore's decent for a budget like that. I mean... It, it, oh, it looks like ketchup. It's a, it's a graphic arm-ripping-off scene, and uh, it's quite stylish going into the opening credits. We see uh, the fisherman's blood running into a Bigfoot footprint. Oh, that's ambitious. That's ambitious for uh, a micro-budget film. Yeah. Yeah, when... When you say um, credits, do you mean minor credits? <laughs> well, it's... Um, they, they go on for a while. No, no. They go on for a while after. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> I mean... This so you is get where the, I think it's the start of the, on. The start of the opening credits. Yeah. And then you go from this ambitious shot of the footprint to... Carla and Bill just walking around the college campus uh, with Golden Girls style music playing. It's like, oh, okay, there we go. There's back you, to the low budget. You get the blood roll, you know, running down in the stream, or whatever, and then it it says Night of the Demon, and then you get the actual credits with everyone <laughs> who's part of the film. It's like, um, okay. Surely this is the other way around. This isn't how it's meant to be. Uh, this music really wouldn't be out of place in the Gordon Girls. So oh, absolutely. It, 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 you can tell it's royalty-free as well. You know when they do the establishing shot? Yeah, it's... Um, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely taken from... Well, actually, this is before that. Oh it's, it's a relief because the rest of the score sounds like someone's fell on a keyboard uh, and then just added police sirens to it. Oh, my God. It's like someone has snorted a metre of cocaine... <laughs> And try to cover a Miles Davis album with a synthesizer. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's horrible. Uh, and the, the soundtrack's been like one of the best things about the last few films we've discussed for this month. Yeah, this one I will not be buying on vinyl. Uh, Bill shows his students camera footage found from a Bigfoot attack. I was well confused. I have to say, I was well confused. Because they seem to enter the room. Yeah. But the... Class is already taking place, mm-hmm. but he's the professor. Yeah, and she's there to talk to the class. Mm-hmm. So how is the cl- how <laughs> is it taking place when they weren't there to start it? <laughs> I was well confused. I was like, Who got it on the timer? <laughs> and then I was like, well, who's that? There? Who's that? And you were like, oh, that's Carla. I was like, well, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> She's late to her own fucking lesson. <laughs> Who started the film? Well, they put it on YouTube, didn't they? They're watching some YouTube footage of Bigfoot. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, who the fuck was in the woods with a camera? Because we get all the backstories of all of his victims, but who's the fucking guy with a camera? Well, no, they had the camera set up, hadn't they? These two women. They're having some sort of picnic <laughs> in the woods. I mean, I ain't being funny. That's porn. It's got to be doing their own <laughs> softcore stuff. Um, and then you just get 
a hairy arm out of nowhere, <laughs> knocks the camera over, and you hear some screaming. Everyone's like, oh. Uh, yeah, everyone in the class is so bored up to that point, like, oh. Yeah. As soon as they see a hairy arm. So after that, all the students argue over whether it was a hoax, a bear, <laughs> or Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, they've got lots of questions, haven't they? Uh, yes. Who And Carl is there to answer a few. She explains about a woman who saw a boyfriend killed in the same area. And then we get a flashback. We do, we do. Um, two, yeah. <laughs> two lovers are getting it on in a van. She has Peg Bundy hair. <laughs> Um, we see, they're going at it for a little while, aren't they? It's so over-exaggerated. I mean, they must be having the best fucking sex in the world, because her especially, she is really, really going She's for it. She's making the most of her screen time, bless her. And that is a wig. That that, that hair is absolutely it's definitely a wig. A wig. It's, it has to be a wig. The guy definitely has a thing for nipples as well. He is he is going for it. That that poor actress. I mean, oh, well, that lucky actress, I don't know. Well, yeah. Depends if she enjoyed it, I suppose. Well. Um, but he was proper proper going on it. Who isn't enjoying it? Who? Bigfoot. He's watching no. from outside. <laughs> um, clearly not a fan of the technique. Because well, he... <laughs> He's not fun of the guy's hairy ass, is he? I mean, it's no. sticking out of the window. <laughs> we see, yeah, we see the, the, the gentleman's hairy ass. Um, the doors to the van fly open. <laughs> Bigfoot grabs him. Um, on the, slams him on top of the roof. And we see him very slowly and bloodily <laughs> sliding down the window. Um, his lady friend, <laughs> who's trying to cover her modesty, but it's not really working. Um... I don't, is she screaming or is she having an orgasm? She is still having an orgasm. Her she's... orgasm lasts for ages. Even after he's pulled away from her, she has. She just doesn't know when to stop, does she? She's just kind of staring at his body sliding down the window and having an orgasm. Yeah, she's absolutely still still going. Um, it goes on a while as well. and um, doesn't end until we get a really awkward freeze frame and a zoom <laughs> in of her eye. I mean, good, good for her, you know, if... If you're going to go that long, I mean, whilst nothing's happening as well, then Also, why it. did she survive? I don't know if she did, because it kind of looks like she dies of shock. This is, but this is, Carla, she explains about a woman who saw her boyfriend killed in the same area. So she must have survived. So, conveniently, Bigfoot didn't kill her, so she could tell the story about <laughs> Bigfoot, a big hairy arm that grabbed her boyfriend. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we get zooming on her eye. Yeah. Uh, Bill goes home to his wife, who is suspicious about his journey into the woods to find Bigfoot. She's concerned that it might be an excuse for him to wander around the woods with some student femme fatale. <gasps> and she's been having bad feelings about it all day. And do you know what? She's right. She is. She's not right about the femme fatale. No, certainly not no really. femme fatales in that group. Um... Bill strips down to his wife fronts and goes down on her to distract her from it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Bill. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's how you resolve conflict. Carla, Bill, and his students, Roy, Pete, Gary, and Linda. <laughs> I'm not This was absolutely filmed names. in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I had no idea on these people's names. Throughout the whole film, I was like, Gary, who's that one? Who's that one? I thought that was that one. Was that, who's the one with the moustache? I've got no fucking clue. Bill Bill was sporting the moustache mm. of the group. Um, I got confused because, uh, like I said, he's definitely not that guy from the start in the hospital bed. 
So it took me a while to put a hang on a minute. Is that Bill? Because it does not look like him. No. Um, they go on an expedition aiming to prove Bigfoot's existence. As they approach the woods, they see a sign saying Carlson's property and agree that it must mean it's where they can find Lou Carlson, a suspicious-looking man who claims to have seen the Bigfoot. Yeah, so they arrive at Lou Carlson's home, and we get our time wasted, as he (laughs) suspiciously takes a long time to open the door, but seemingly for no reason. Because they're knocking, aren't they? They're knocking, no one's answering. And then, is her name Linda? Yeah. Or whatever. She looks through the window. I saw someone. I saw someone in there. <laughs> um, and then he answers the door willy-nilly. Just answers yeah. it. It just took him... Maybe he was having a shit or something. <laughs> and it was disturbed. Um, he looks like a poor man's Tom Atkins. He does. And he really can't be asked to help them. And just goes off with his gun. Well, he does. He says he's going to go hunting. He yeah. can't chat right now. But, I mean... One of the students is like, oh, well, oh, he can't go hunting. He's taught no supplies, just a gun. You don't need no supplies. He's clearly an expert. But if you're just shooting stuff, how much do you really need? <laughs> um, but they set up camp at his place and, uh, <laughs> yeah. They yeah, just they decide to camp outside his home so he's forced okay. to help them. <laughs> Bill is the worst fucking professor, teacher, whatever, ever. Because, I mean, they go all the way to the woods. He takes all of his students there... To go and find Bigfoot. He's done absolutely no planning or getting permission slips or anything like that at all. He's just like, yeah, we'll fucking camp wherever we want. And these obnoxious bunch of pricks, they literally set up camp wherever they want throughout this entire film without worrying about who it belongs to. Yeah. Like, I mean, Lou's house, they just camp outside it. Later on, crazy wonder. Like, oh, she's crazy anyway, we'll just camp outside here. (laughs) Do you think the students needed permission slips? No, I... When, by the looks of on their average no, age, is 36. Oh, no, absolutely. These are all poor, <laughs> poor grown adults. Um, but what I mean is the fact that they literally do whatever just they want in these woods. Yeah, they're they, sort of they don't... When they go into one's house, start opening the curtains and, like, <laughs> doing the place yeah. up. They, they, do, they yeah. literally don't give a shit no, about their surroundings. They just, yeah. They have no awareness of uh, anyone else. <laughs> uh, speaking of no awareness of anyone else, Linda wants to just dance. She... <laughs> To some shit music on the radio, but she's reminded that she was only allowed to join them if she did all the cleaning. Oh. Cooking and scrubbing. Cook, cooking and scrubbing, that's what women are good for. Cooking uh, and scrubbing. <laughs> so, well, I lied. But it's, oh, okay then. I, want, I mean, I wanted to see her dance, to be honest. That would have added a bit of uh, an, an upbeat tone to the scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose, yeah, I suppose if it was a quintessential slasher film, she'd be in a bikini doing a dance, wouldn't she? <laughs> Even though it generally looks really cold. <laughs> um, Carlson returns, and he's still as enthusiastic about things as before. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm not sure what the actor is meant to be conveying. <laughs> Annoyance, anger, or uninterest? I don't know, but do you think that's a wig that he's wearing? Oh, it might be. Do you think it's a real moustache? Uh, no. No. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, he comes back, but I, I don't know. I mean, he kind of looks fuming, but I don't. I don't know because they Bill's just like, oh yeah, we're camping outside your house. Hope you don't mind. And he has nothing to say about it. Carla's like, oh, do you want some scrambled eggs? He's like, no. And she and then Bill's like, oh, uh, can we speak to you tomorrow about Bigfoot? He's like, no. And it's like maybe tomorrow. And it's like okay, 
What is going on with his character? I'm sure he's meant yeah. to be like the crazy Ralph type character. Well, I, I didn't think he was meant to be the crazy Ralph because they've got crazy Wanda. You can have two guys <laughs> in one film. Um, but I thought that the way they were speaking, that he was really concerned about Bigfoot. He wanted everybody to know about it. He would probably make a big deal of people coming to search for Bigfoot to yeah um, back up his story or mm-hmm. his claims. Yeah. Very strange. Um, also, and no, I don't know if I nodded off. Um, it wouldn't be the first time during a podcast film. Does Carlson just randomly disappear? Does we no. don't see him? No. Does he die? No. I, I how, don't know how, how can, much How can you, both of those be true? I just genuinely don't know how much you nodded off for, but there's a big scene of him coming up. Um. No, I'm aware of that. But he's not part of the... No, that's it. After that, you just you don't see him again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he could have easily got a death scene. Well, that's what I thought. I thought, oh, have I missed a death scene? Really? No. But um, next is a... Well, before I... that... What? Before, before that, i got a really uh, a great line of dialogue here, where no. one of them says, Anyways, let's not stand here. I think we're being washed. What? Camping outside someone's fucking house? Yeah, there's probably a good chance you are. <laughs> what? I know. The weirdos. Um, well, watched for what? Are you not on? I want. They seem. This is why I don't understand the Carlson character. I thought they were on the same page. Yeah, I'm just. I thought it, they wanted the same thing. They dreamed is, the same dream. They wanted the same thing. All he's got to do is look out the window and you'll see him anyway. Of course, they're being watched. Like they're right outside his fucking house. But watch doing what? <laughs> if they've been listened to, I understand. But if I'd just been watched, I thought, well, they ain't doing anything exciting. Meanwhile, um, yeah, in, in, in an iconic scene, a hunter camping nearby <laughs> is attacked... You say nearby? This is daytime. Yeah, it's daytime when we leave them. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was sunset. No, it's still daytime. I thought the sun was setting in the background. Maybe. Um, but yeah, this, this hunter, this random, now normally we get this through flashbacks, don't we? But this is just this a is, random character. I think character. they forgot to make this a flashback. <laughs> I genuinely think they just forgot. He's, uh, he's camping nearby and he's attacked, um, by Bigfoot, who is some sort of swinging champion who swings him around in his fucking sleeping bag for ages whilst the man provides some hilarious cartoonish screams. Yes. And then he's impaled on a jagged uh, branch where he bleeds to death. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is way before uh, Jason Voorhees did this. Yeah, <laughs> do you think... I'm trying to get the words out without laughing. Do you think this is a reference to 2001 A Space Odyssey? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> do you imagine if it was? <laughs> Um, he swings that sleeping bag for a very long time. He really time. does. He really does. <laughs> it, it genuinely... This isn't the longest film either. I think they're trying to make up some time. <laughs> just, well, um, guys, we we really need to make up the running time. Can we just have Carlson take ages to get to the door? <laughs> we won't explain why. Just, he's having a shit. There you go. Um, but it genuinely, it's, it's hard to believe that this was made... By someone who was trying to take this film seriously. Because it looks comedic. Like, ah, ah, ah. Is it not considered a comedy? No. 
Really? No, this is a horror film. Okay. <laughs> it should be considered a comedy, except the random parts where it gets really dark. This is, yeah, this is why I'm saying this is, for the most part, a trash the piece. Um, I mean, especially for that sleeping bag scene alone. It is yeah. fucking hilarious. It's funny. When um, one of the students, Roy, bribes Lou with alcohol, uh, Lou suggests that they seek out Wanda, a recluse who resides deep in the woods. And supposedly holds more information about the Bigfoot. When uh, when Roy asks uh, Lou Carlson about his wife, well, no, yes, sorry, he asks him uh, what it's like living in the woods, and uh, Lou's like, "It was better when my wife was around here, but I guess it was rougher on her than it was on me." Women, you know, they like convenience. <laughs> Do you not like convenience? Like the men that like convenience. No, he just likes going into the woods with his shotgun. <laughs> that's why he didn't take anything with him. He wasn't actually going hunting. And and that's the... La- he was after that fisherman. <laughs> he was. That's the last we see of Coulson. And, uh... Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. That, that's it now. I thought he was going to be a bigger part of the film. I mean, we've just had a really fucking boring <laughs> scene with him and Roy absolutely talking shit. <laughs> the actor, I have absolutely no idea what he was trying to do. Even when talking about his dead wife, he struggles to show any emotion. <laughs> um, he's literally just in the film to say, yeah, go find Crazy Wanda. Yeah, like, but, that's it. I mean, he drives the plot forward, so... <laughs> to a certain extent. But somebody else could have said that, very briefly. Well, uh, Roy immediately goes back to the tent and tells the boys, uh, who were sleeping shirtless together, uh, all the <laughs> gossip about Crazy Wanda... One thing whilst Roy's talking to uh, um, Carlson is that he he calls Nugent an old man, (laughs) even though Roy is very clearly being played by someone who may be in their 40s. All of them. They look the same age. All of them look the same age as each other. I don't know how anyone could call one of them older than the other. They they literally I'm assuming these are meant to be college students. (laughs) Um, you know, it might be, you know, what what you call it when older people go back into higher education. Oh, no, they're absolutely... Mature be, students. They're absolutely meant to be teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, no, they're not. I'm sorry. They're not. The next day, Nugent and his five companions visit the nearby town uh, where they glean from locals more information about Crazy Wanda. They find out that she's the daughter of a deranged preacher, Emmett McGinty. Uh, whose followers uh, were rumoured to engage in inbreeding, cannibalism and human sacrifice. Do you think that the makers of... The Blair Witch Project. The Blair Witch Project <laughs> watched this film? I highly doubt it. Um, <laughs> because they're, these these people are really spilling the tea on the whole situation. Yeah. There's a lot of information. Um, and they're just... They sort of, the weird thing that happens in films where someone's asked about something and they reel off all that they've got and it's very in-depth. And then at the end, it's like, what do you want to know that for? <laughs> like, isn't that a question for the beginning? I mean, if you're giving someone's life story, you know, I'd, uh-huh. you know, um, what's it called when... Um, Information. Exposition. No, information. Well, you're not allowed to give information away in your job. <laughs> oh, data protection. Data protection. It's just telling everything about everyone. Yeah. Just like, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I heard her dad set himself on fire. Well, yeah, we find out. He, he committed suicide by setting himself on fire after he thought he saw the devil. Um, but what makes me laugh is we get all this uh, in-depth information, and after this, they're just like, okay, let's go back to the woods. <laughs> they are, they are a bit like... Yeah, oh, that old story. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Um, Bill tells the cat... The idea is that the, the, her father committed suicide because her baby was so hideous. And he thought it was a sign of the devil. Yeah. Um, she lost her baby in the end, and that's why she doesn't talk. She doesn't... Yeah. So, actually, the, especially Herb. Herb, the store manager. Because <laughs> he also tells um, Nugent that Wanda does go in, but she only ever buys candy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm, that'll comes, come in handy later. That little tidbit. <laughs> Bill tells a campfire story and we get another flashback to what is easily the most famous scene from this film. Yeah, so Ned Flanders is a biker. He's, he's, he's a cool guy, isn't he? Yeah. He's a leather jacket. He's leather jacket. He's on his motorbike. He uh, stops in the woods so he can have a cig. <laughs> also, so he can have a piss. How do, you, how do we know he needs a piss? Because he gets his cock out. Well, he just... No, he starts feeling it for a bit. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. You need a piston. Apparently, that's, that's how you find out. So, he gets his cock out. And a hairy arm comes out of nowhere. Grabs his cock. <laughs> lifts him in the air via his <laughs> penis. And rips it off. We then see Biker walking away with blood dripping from his crotch... Where he eventually collapses on his bike, bleeding to death. <laughs> it is honestly one of the worst fake dicks I've ever seen. <laughs> it looks so cheap. It really but is. It's, it's giving me boogie nights. It is such a great scene, but it, it, it looks so cheap. It's so ridiculous. Um, also, this is the first... Is this the first time? The story time? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was meant to be the first one. This is the first first of Nugent's story times where he is giving out many details that <laughs> maybe he shouldn't know. Like, how does he how know does he... <laughs> that his cart got ripped off by Bigfoot? I mean, yeah. we all know that the woods in, you know, the woods in the film with the fisherman and Carlson are quite big for um, cruising. Mm-hmm. It's quite a big cruising area. We, we, we've established that. <laughs> um, so potentially it could have been a hookup gone wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, he was. He did look like a leather daddy. He had his Ned Flanders moustache. You know? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, do we think Bigfoot was trying to get it on with him, but then just put a bit too much strength into it? Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> I just don't see why Bigfoot would feel the need to rip someone's dick off. Like, what is that? <laughs> well, I mean, convenience. It was already there, wasn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, he tells this this horrific story. It's like he bled to death all over his motorbike. Well, we better get some sleep. I want to make a fresh start in the morning. <laughs> why did <laughs> what? He's so nonchalant about it, isn't he? Yes. Um, that night, after the five had fallen asleep, in a bizarre series... Do you think series... they just didn't tell the actor who played Nugent what the story would be? And Maybe. It was like, oh, he just bled to death on his motorbike. And then the actor was watching it. It was like, what, that was the story? <laughs> I would have played the scene much different if I would have known. Well, you have to assume that he's telling everyone all these little details, because we see it in the flashbacks. 
And as far as we know, it's exactly what he's telling them. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, but no one reacts to the story no. about someone having their cock ripped off. No. Well, that night, after the five of them have fallen asleep, uh, in a bizarre series of events, they're woken by sound of chanting. Uh, and someone saying, Let your seeds of hell run deep inside her. Oh, and Bill, <laughs> Bill and Roy follow the sound and they stumble upon uh, a satanic sexual ritual involving wonder around an effigy of Bigfoot. Uh, amongst the practitioners is the local sheriff. And Bill's like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. But he doesn't sound bothered at all. No. No, we don't know it to be Wanda now, at the moment, at this point no, in the film. But we it, don't but it know is, it to be Wanda. Um, Bill interrupts the ritual by firing a gun, causing the cultists to scatter and just... And then uh, they're like, oh, should we go back to the kids now? Okay, first of all, then your students aren't kids. No. They, they are not even yeah. close to being kids. And also, you literally just witnessed a satanic ritual... You're not going to go and investigate the scene. You're just going to just go back. They do a little bit, but a fire started, isn't it? Yeah. But that, that's it. They just give up and go back. So yeah. many things in this film are resolved by them just being like, ah, fuck it, let's just go. A little bit. And she kind of, who we know to be Wanda, I wasn't really sure what was going on with her because she just kind of looked bored. She, did. <laughs> she didn't look scared. She wasn't screaming or anything like that. Um, They tell... The group, they go back to the tents and tell the students about what they saw. Oh, one of them was fuming, isn't he? He's like, where have you been? We were going to tear this place apart. Yeah. Like, Why? <laughs> they also tell them they saw an effigy of Bigfoot there. The, oh, plot thickens. Uh, Nugent's wife then has a dream about, <laughs> Nug- about Nugent being strangled by a hairy arm. I don't know. She wakes up making orgasm noises. And it's like, yeah, again, why is this scene here? Why is this scene like... <laughs> Did they, you know, have her for an extra day and they just wanted to, like, oh, should, we've got to give her something to do. It's the morning now and we hear, come quick, come quick. What's the matter? Just come quick. Oh, God. Bill and the others find their boat missing and large footprints left on the shore. Linda randomly starts calling for Wanda with an echo. Yeah. Why does she start calling for Wanda? She doesn't even fucking know Wanda. Wanda doesn't know any of them. She doesn't even know they're there. Like, Wanda's going to come out from the mountain. Like, can we? Oh, yeah, what's up? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, shit, I thought you were someone else. You don't join me, though. After making plaster casts of the footprints, they push forward. Um, And they have a bit of a discussion by the campfire about the footprint. Um, One of them says, One thing we can't deny... This thing is definitely more humanoid than ape. How the fuck can you tell that? You've got nothing there with you to help you look into this. No, but it makes it more convenient for <laughs> the story. Um, in a really bizarre series of events, we get close-ups to Gary and Linda's faces. Like, I mean, really close-up. You can only see the noses and their eyes. And one's like, have you ever been to Hawaii? The other says, yes, it's fantastic. Come be my tour guide. And then we get a close-up to their fingers playing chess. And Gary's like, oh, sorry, I'm a little jumpy. And Linda's like, are you talking about this for Hawaii? What does that even mean? I'm assuming that if I get my dates correct, that they're playing chess that way is a reference to the Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, uh, come on. They are certainly not Steve McQueen and Faye Dunaway. 
but that's what it was giving me because it's so random. It's so completely out of context of the film. Like, you're backpacking through the, you know, woods. Uh-huh. Why have you got a chessboard with you? Of all the things to pack, why a chessboard? <laughs> and to have this scene of the close-up of their face, they're flirting over a game of chess. I'm pretty sure the Thomas Crown Affair, because that was a big deal, you know, it was a big buff- box office hit. Um, that must have been around that time or, or the time that they were writing the uh, the script. Um, but in the context of the film, it makes no fucking sense. No. Well, that night, um, Linda and Gary are having sex and Bigfoot attacks them, but they survive. Uh, the rest of the group find them and they're like, oh my God, look at those marks. Um, Bigfoot hates they're sex. They're shining in a sleeping bag really close to everyone else. Yes. Bigfoot really hates people having sex. You know the whole 1980 and 1983 release dates thing that, that's uh, going on on the internet with this film? Like, uh-huh. some sites are saying it's 1980, some are saying it's 1983. All these very Friday the 13th tropes, they may have actually been added in before it was released in 1983. May, yeah. It just seems a little convenient um, that this <laughs> Bigfoot is literally trying to reenact Jason Voorhees constantly. It, yeah, essentially. Yeah, but then, I mean, by 1980, there's... What reference Friday the 13th? Mm. Oh, maybe, yeah, oh, maybe this same, inspired... So, uh... <laughs> like Halloween. Was there any... Was Friday the 13th the first sort of wooded area slasher film? I don't I don't think so. I'm not, I've, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Also, by the way, sorry, Thomas Crown Affair was 1968. Which is, like, way before this film. Yeah, but so is 2001 Space Odyssey. That is also true. Maybe the script was written in 1969 <laughs> and it just took ages, which makes it really ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's one way of putting it. The, the group aren't too bothered about the scratches on Gary's back because it'll heal. And uh, Linda saw this terrible thing behind him, but she doesn't know what it looked like. But do you know what? Like everything cast in this film, eh, it doesn't matter. It's a problem for another day. <laughs> they is, move on. It is. Yeah, it's true. They, uh, they all theorise uh, that, <laughs> that Bigfoot hasn't attacked them together because it's worried there's too many of them to gang up on it. <laughs> I'm sure Bigfoot's really worried about that. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, do you know what, mate? I'm going to leave it. There's far too many of them, just one of me. Uh, <laughs> And they think it's protecting the locals. And they also think Crazy Wanda is the root of all of this. Okay. Remember this when we get to the climactic scene of the film. <laughs> what, where Bigfoot's not bothered about the fact Absolutely that there's a group of them? not bothered that there's a group of them. <laughs> um, the group eventually reach Crazy Wanda's cabin. And they say... Finally, after... The, like, surely they've run out of food by this I know. point. <laughs> And one of them says, what a spooky place. I wonder what the bars are for. And and Carla's like, don't ask. How the fuck does she know? So they tried bribing Crazy Wanda with Candy, um, who's had a nightmare of her eyeshadow, hasn't she? She she really has, bless her. Um, they knock on the door and Wanda appears. Uh, Nugent keeps asking her questions, but getting annoyed when she doesn't answer them, <laughs> even though he knows Wanda is a mute. <laughs> Um, eventually he gives her some candy. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Herb. And she lets them in. Yeah, this 
this is exactly this scene. This sequence is exactly what I was on about earlier, where they they are literally just a bunch of assholes. Because yeah, they walk in. She's sat in a rocking chair whilst make and they just start making themselves at home. Oh, Linda's like, should we open these? Oh, curtains? let's open the curtains. <laughs> this needs a brush. Oh, she start vacuuming. <laughs> just and they just sit down willy nilly wherever they like. Yeah. She doesn't know these people from it. Adam. Is that the phrase? Yes. Yeah. So they uh, they start explaining why, why they're there. And uh, as soon as Bill mentions Sasquatch, Crazy Wanderer has a nervous breakdown. No, he doesn't know. He gets the footprint that they took a cast yeah. off and shoves it in her face. Yeah, yeah. but he also says Sasquatch. As soon as, yeah, he Sasquatch. Says, yeah. as soon as he says that, she starts having a breakdown. Yeah. Um, and... Because it's uh, Bill and his students, Bill and his merry men, uh, they just leave. <laughs> they just leave the fucking place. And then one of them's like, I wonder if she saw her father burn to death. And Linda's like, oh, it makes me feel sick. <laughs> and she's right there. She is. They're just outside her house. Um, and then... And then they're like, oh, do you know what? Fuck it, we're here. Let's just camp out here outside her house. (laughs) Outside her fucking house. They've just made her have a breakdown. They've left her in there. And now they're just going to camp outside her house. Well, luckily for us, camping means one thing. (laughs) Another flashback. Yes. And this is a two-for-one special double bill. It is. It is. Firstly, in the more boring of the two stories, we see a woodsman nowhere near a substantially sized tree... (laughs) Don't know what he's doing. Um, he's well. He's cutting a a branch, a thick branch. Yeah. But I don't. I don't really know what woodsmen are meant to do. I assume they cut down large trees, so that the wood can be used for other things. Do you think anyone involved in making this film did any research into what a well, woodsman like, does? Here's this woodsman, <laughs> and he's just like with an axe on this branch, nowhere near any like proper trees it's more like bushes anyway very disappointing um but he doesn't last long because no. <laughs> bigfoot comes out of nowhere really stealthily like this is bigfoot oh yeah they're out in the middle of nowhere and he manages to stealthily sneak up mm-hmm. grab the axe when the woodsman's not looking yeah hide <laughs> And then come out of nowhere, mm-hmm. hit the woodsman with the axe in the shoulder, and then we get, we get a point of view from the woodsman of the axe coming down. This is but exactly it very what I mean. clearly stops yeah. at least like five <laughs> inches away from the camera. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, this is exactly what I mean. Like, why the fuck is Bigfoot going around with an axe fucking axing people up? Like, why does he know to do that? Yeah. doesn't make any sense at all. But I suppose he would have seen the woodsman cutting the branch with the axe. I don't know. This is fucking dumb. This is so dumb. Well, I mean, Michael the... Myers shouldn't have known how to drive. Oh, this, this a, he's still a human being. Bigfoot is yeah, not. You no, know, Bigfoot is more humanoid <sighs> than animal. That's Jesus the point. Christ. That's why they said it. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's a very funny sight. Um, I wish the scene went on a little longer, to be honest. Um, we get a close-up of, of his, uh, of his axe wound, no? um, for a while, just bleeding. Excuse me. <laughs> what did you just the say? The axe wound on his shoulder. Oh. We, we get a close-up of that for, like, five minutes, just, just bleeding. Going on a <laughs> yeah, but it's not even, like, it's pulsating no. or anything. <laughs> it's, like, just dripping. Oh, okay, mate. 
Um, then Bill tells a story about two Girl Scouts. Yeah. Uh, never flashback this time to the two Girl Scouts hiking. Again, looking much older than Girl Scouts. <laughs> yeah, no, this this is absolutely looks so out of place. They are definitely in their 30s. So they're in the middle of the woods. They're trying to find a suitable path for the other Girl Scouts to get wherever they're going. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Um, they're then chased by through the woods by a pair of hairy legs. Um, <laughs> the colour of the fur on these legs doesn't match the rest of the film. It doesn't, but what, what's funny is the fact that one of the girls is like... Oh, well, that's it's... funny. Well, yeah, no, but also what is also funny is one of the girls like, oh, it's so quiet around here. And then Bigfoot decides to chase one. Oh, is yeah. it too fucking quiet for you, yeah. is it? <laughs> is it too fucking quiet around here? Let me show you how fucking loud it could get. So he chases after them. So he chases after them. Now, in a <laughs> very bizarre series of events, they're both holding knives. <laughs> They're both holding knives because they're scavenging and they're doing Girl Scout stuff. I don't think they're particularly sharp knives, but apparently they I, are. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you would let me finish my sentence. Um, what Bigfoot then does is grab one arm of each of the girls with the knives in and makes them stab each other yeah. repeatedly. Um, <laughs> like... Stop hitting yourselves. Stop hitting yourselves. Stop stabbing yourselves. Stop stabbing yourselves. Um, this goes on for a while. And he just leaves them like a heap on the floor. Yeah. Um, confusingly, Nugent is telling this story to them, saying, like, how does he know... That Bigfoot made them stab each other. Like, anyone who found that as a crime scene, yeah. immediately think, okay, these girls have just stabbed each other to These death. girls have had some weird, like, knife fight between each other. <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, where is the evidence to suggest <laughs> that Bigfoot had anything to do with that? Also, because Bigfoot, by nature, shouldn't be using weapons... Where is the evidence to suggest that the woodsman was killed by Bigfoot <laughs> when he was killed with an axe? Yeah. The idea... On, with the guy in the sleeping bag maybe makes more sense because of the strength needed to do that. But where is the evidence anywhere to suggest <laughs> that Bigfoot was involved in any of these deaths? Like, in films like this, um, particularly werewolf films, you have murder victims who are torn apart. Yeah. And the evidence suggests that a very large animal mm -hmm. has done this, larger than any animal that should be in that area. Yeah. In this film, this could be any old it fucker. It genuinely could. You'd be like, he might as well be saying that Carlson was responsible. Yeah. Because there's... Just as much evidence to suggest Carlson did it, then fucking Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> this is why it's so hilarious. And I, I just wish that one big thing I wish for the film is that we could have seen Bigfoot actually doing these things. I, I would like to see Bigfoot with the axe going full Jack Torrance. I mean, we technically do. Just... We don't really. Do, not properly. We see his arm. Yeah, we just see parts. 
the big reveals at the end, mm. uh, like the big, big reveal of what the outfit looks like, I just kind of wish we would have <laughs> seen it beforehand because it would have been hilarious. Um, back at the camp, Pete is attacked by Bigfoot, who caused him to shoot himself with a rifle. There's a bow and arrow. No, it's a rifle. He shoots himself. He's holding a bow and arrow. Well, it turns into a fucking gun because he shoots himself. It's like, did, I didn't hallucinate a bow and arrow, did no, I? You might have done. Oh, shit. It was uh, attempt... I'm just too excited for Hawkeye this week. <laughs> I mean, it was too. It was far too dark anyway. You couldn't see it for uh, A lot of this film is so ridiculously dark, it's hard to tell what's going on. I mean, he had no budget and a lot of nighttime scenes. I'm glad... I'm kind of glad he did that instead of shooting day to night, I suppose. Um... The others attempt to locate Pete by running around and saying his name multiple times. Like, Pete! Where's Pete? Oh, God, something's happened to Pete. Pete! Pete! Worked with wonder. Um, they find a tree covered in blood. And like, oh, okay, yeah, who's Pete? Like, that's, they literally just forget about him. Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Linda starts crying, and Gary tries comforting her. And she remembers Pete because she goes, I know he's dead. Yeah. Um, because of this, Bill decides to hypnotise Wanda the next day by swinging a key in front of a candle, and at first it doesn't work. Um, Carla! <laughs> a further display of them being absolute fucking arseholes. Carla tries going into a room in Crazy Wanda's house, and Crazy Wanda's like, are you fucking kidding me? No, you can't go in there, what are you doing? So she tries stopping her, and, and Carla's like, nah, fuck this, we're definitely going in, what's in here? And and they all break in. Yeah, they do. Like, she's just told you, you can't go in there. Yeah. And that's a, they're even more fucking rude when you get in. Bill's like, oh, God, you'll need a gas mask in here. Yeah. She, <laughs> she doesn't want them going in, so they hold her against yeah. her will. And she starts screaming, and they force the door open. Yeah. She's more distressed now yeah. than she was during the fucking court. This <laughs> is genuinely... Earlier. This is fuck all to do with them. This whole film. Like they're not the police. No. They're literally just a college class and someone whose father went missing. That's it. Yeah. So Wanda completely loses her shit when yeah. they go inside the room and start screaming about her baby. The group act really shocked as if, like, there's a dead body in there or, <laughs> like, shit's been smeared all over the walls. Um... When really all we get is close-ups of cobwebs, <laughs> uh, a few unlit candles, um, a painting of the Virgin Mary, and a painting of a woman holding a child. But they're all actually like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> like what? It's a bedroom. Yeah, Bill successfully hypnotizes Wanda after this. Um, yeah, apparently. Apparently. And she. That's all that was needed. And she has a flashback to her abusive childhood. Now, this is where things get a little iffy. Um, some decisions were made. Decisions that really did not need to be made. When we say bizarre series event of events, um, <laughs> this is bizarre and like really grimy, but really just yeah out there. Um, we get flashbacks to Wanda at fifteen. Uh, but it's just the same actress with pigtails. <laughs> She's been... How can we make her look younger? Uh, pigtails. Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> she, she's beaten by her father who thinks she's a dirty, stinking whore. Um, and when she asks him to stop beating her, he says, I shouldn't laugh. 
this line delivery. I'm saving your soul, you ungrateful bitch, just like you're a wretched mother. It's it's the delivery as well. It's yeah, it's hard not to laugh. It was just the delivery was ridiculous. She then tries praying to Mary. He's like, get out of this holy place. You defile the ground you walk on. Get out. Yeah, so I thought she was already pregnant. No. But apparently no. he just assumes because she got some flowers from a boy <laughs> that she's a, a total slag. Yeah. Um, and she says, I don't even remember having sex. Like, she was talking to Virgin Mary. So I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't I don't think I have. And the um, Virgin Mary's like, oh, it's all right, love. We've all been we've there. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> all been there. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> just pretend it's God. Uh. <laughs> um, but then to lower the tone, um, she's brutally raped by Bigfoot. And um, yeah, Whilst her father watches is... and decides not to do anything. This is... It's not even ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. And it really is just a, so weird and completely unnecessary. Um, she is raped by Bigfoot. It goes on a long time. Mm-hmm. And you don't really see anything because it's so dark. Yeah. Um, but she tells her father that he's caused it. And he just kind of watches. Well, yeah. I mean, And this... then tries to shoot at Bigfoot after it's yeah. over. So... I mean, and spoiler alert, the next 10 minutes is him finding a massive issue with the fact that she's pregnant. Um, I mean, you could have prevented that if you had just shot a Bigfoot from the moment you saw him. It, it's just... Like, it's again, grim. why is, why really is Bigfoot grimy. wanting to shag someone? Like, what is going on? The whole idea is, this is why they kept saying in the film, oh, he's more humanoid, mm. he's more humanoid. Um... Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just really grim and it's really unnecessary. And what is a cheapo throwaway, yeah. you know, slasher hybrid? There's so much else they could have done. In fact, you know what? It, it didn't have to be a rape scene. She could have literally just slept with Bigfoot. That, I mean, that would have been funny. Yeah. If, if if that was just the case, if if she was just like, she fell in love with Bigfoot. If you're going for the absolute ridiculous, then that is an easy way to throw it in. It didn't have to go into sexual assault territory. Yeah. It, it's... Yeah. It's just stupid. It really is. I don't I don't know what they were going for. Um, maybe he's obsessed with 1968 and he was doing Rosemary's Baby or something. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, Emmett Preston... Maybe all my references are from 1968. <laughs> we well, don't need to get with the times. I mean, this guy just... Uh, we have made some valid points about his references. Yeah. Um, Emmett prays to God to save him from his evil daughter and the devil she's dispatching into his house. He asks God to kill her Bigfoot baby because she's pregnant now. Um, and he unsuccessfully attempts to induce an abortion by forcing her to drink poison. Um, she's absolutely fine after drinking poison, by the way. You know, she's still alive now, got her own house and whatever. Well, yeah, the confusing part is that he has all Margaret White on it. Um, he's asking God to kill the baby and kill Wanda too. If he, <laughs> if he sees fit, kill her too. So he really doesn't care. I was like, why don't you just do it? <laughs> I mean, you've got a shotgun. It's true. I mean, I don't condone it, but surely instead of praying to a God that, you know, has 
brought this <laughs> you know if he believes god can fix it then god surely allowed it to happen um why doesn't he just take it into his own hands yeah um wonder eventually gives birth to the mutant half-human child and Emmett lifts it up to the camera and kills it off screen moments after its birth yeah um it's meant to look deformed um, I just thought it looked like it was covered in barbecue sauce. It, it genuinely looked like a bunch of food just pushed together. It really did. It looked like, um, like pulled pork before you pull it apart. Um, yeah. Not, not a good, um, effect. Bill takes Wanda out of her hypnosis and, uh, the group discover, uh, no, the, discover, they discuss whether she was telling the truth or not in front of her face. Like, yeah. oh yeah, do you think, do you think that really happened? Oh, really? Do you think, oh, really? Did he really call her an ungrateful bitch? Um, hoping to find evidence of Wanda's Bigfoot child, <laughs> Bill explores a cemetery nearby where he digs up the skeletal remains of the infant Bigfoot, which appear to be more ha- animal than human. Yeah. Linda Bugs wonder. <laughs> so not only are they in- inject- interjected themselves into Wanda's life. Yeah. Now they're digging up <laughs> her baby's corpse. <laughs> like seriously, who put them in charge of Bigfoot investigations? They for literally the whole town. This is ridiculous. They have this is fuck all to do with them at all. Exactly. I mean, I get it. Her father went missing. But fucking hell, leave Wanda out of this. Like, you can leave a way to get home. <laughs> um, Linda bugs Wanda. She's like, oh, Gary's back. It's fucking bleeding. What are we going to do about it, love? How do we get out of here? And Wanda's just like, oh, just fuck off. Get out of my fucking house. Yeah. Why well, her face is saying that. I mean, she's still not saying anything. The Bigfoot appears in the cemetery um, and absconds he with his... He is fucking <laughs> fuming. Uh, reunites with its dead spawn. Uh, as Bill and the others fearfully barricade themselves in Wanda's cabin. Um, Gary tries to shoot it through the window, but Linda pulls his arm back and he wipes the shell and misses. Linda, do you not want him to shoot Bigfoot? What the fuck? Well, for this whole film, Linda's been made out to be stupid. Yeah, a moron. She still just wants to dance. Just wants to dance. Can we not invite him in for a dance? She She didn't say that. Bigfoot's outside now, uh, trying to get in. Then everyone calmly sits around and questions Wonder about Bigfoot and her father. <laughs> yeah, so apparently Bigfoot isn't allowed in. No. Um, <laughs> so only angry outside, but he's, he's he just pisses off afterwards. Yeah. Um, With enough time for another flashback. Yes. Nugent, Roy and Kara inspect gifts left by Bigfoot for Wanda and ask her a load of questions on it. <laughs> Suddenly she can talk now. Yeah. Um, she admits that she set her father on fire for killing her baby and to save her baby daddy, Bigfoot. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. But I did write down here that next on Jerry Springer, Bigfoot is my baby daddy. This is what's even more problematic. It's the fact that, I mean, she does fall for Bigfoot, essentially, but after he raped her, and that's really problematic. Yeah, it's... I think the issue is... I don't want to dwell on it too much, um, but I think the problem is that this is such a ridiculous story... Mm. That, you know, we all know Bigfoot doesn't actually exist. Um, so this film is pure fantasy. Um, but 
rape is something that is very yeah. real. And it just, it doesn't sit well to have it be such a big part of the plot when the film is so ridiculous. Uh-huh. Because that isn't ridiculous. No. And it should never be depicted as ridiculous in film. No. Um, I think that's just why it doesn't sit well with me. Because yet again, and we say this time and time again on this podcast, it's used as a really cheap plot device. Uh There were other ways that they could have done this story. Yeah. Of her... Yeah, definitely. You know, um, maybe they just didn't have to depict it. Yeah. We We didn't have to see it. Yeah. There's, there's so so many different things they could have done instead of this. Yeah, they. I just. I just don't think we should have seen it. No. At the very least, um, I mean, they could have written a script where it didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you're gonna be ridiculous with it, just have it be bitten by Bigfoot and then yeah. you know or something like that. Just because it's such a ridiculous film, they could have gone in any direction. They could have. They could have. Bigfoot comes back, uh, hangs Pete's mutilated body on the porch to remind him that Pete was in the film. It does, yeah. Um, yeah, I before about Pete. <laughs> he breaks into the home whilst they're trying to barricade the place. He grabs Bill through the window, seemingly knocks him unconscious, so one of the other guys places him on the sofa and says, Bill, don't move. But no, he's <laughs> fucking unconscious, you fucking moron. And the girls start throwing random objects at him to stop again for it. Yeah, things go very, um... And I've got another reference. Not from 1960... 19- oh, shit. Not Living Dead. Not Even Living Dead. <laughs> Absolutely from 1968. But I, I'm getting more straw dogs. But for consistency, let's say... <laughs> so this end scene is very much Night of a Living Dead. Yeah. Uh, they're all stuck in the house, throwing plates at Bigfoot to stop him from getting in. Um, round of applause to Bigfoot for punching Nugent in the face before he's starting to talk a load of shit. We were like, <laughs> did you see that? When he was, no. getting, he was getting ready to do a whole fucking monologue again. <laughs> fucking boring bastard. And then the arm just comes through the window and punches him in the face. <laughs> yes. Um, ignoring a uh, very calm wonder, the Bigfoot strangles Carla to death as the others barricade themselves in the kitchen. Yeah, very ungentlemanly-like. They clearly make her go blast. Um, but yeah, she gets strangled in slow motion, and then the shit really hits the fan Yeah. Um, in slow motion. You know I'm not a huge fan of slow-mo, <laughs> and this goes on for ages. Yeah. Um, Gary has his intestines ripped out. He does lots of gory detail. Roy is pushed through a window, and his throat is slit by the broken glass. Linda is stabbed with a pitchfork and Nugent's face is pushed into the hot stove. Yeah. It's full face. Full face. <laughs> full coverage. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when the, the, the score just fucking goes crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking child was let loose on a fucking keyboard. Um, just... And then there's just police and ambulance sirens. And I keep getting confused. I think, oh, has someone called the police? And yeah. No, no shit. It's just a score. Um... Just a warning, don't watch this film if your pets are in the room. Um, because the noise will drive them as insane as it did me. But yeah, that's that's how things are left at the cabin. That's it. Um, sometime later, Bill lies... Wanda's, Wanda's just still in her yeah. um, rocking chair. Yeah. Just, yeah. 
Bill lies helplessly in a hospital bed, having been found unconscious in the woods. His face horribly burned. Well, half of it. Um, yeah, and detectives inquire about Carla and the four students, all of whom are still missing. Bill recounts his version of events to them, and that's been everything you've seen for the past hour and a half. Um, and both the police and attending doctors receive a story with disbelief, and the hospital psychologist deems him criminally insane. I mean, yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird, though, because the, the psychologist initially says, oh, I believe his story. <laughs> um, and then turns around and says, I think he's criminally insane. <laughs> so I'm assuming the script was meant to be, I believe he believes yeah. that story, and therefore he is criminally insane <laughs> because we think that he killed all these people. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, there's no evidence. We've gone through the whole film saying mm-hmm. there's no evidence to suggest that Bigfoot ever existed. It's true. Do you think that Bill is the killer? I mean, yeah, but do you, I, I don't think that's what's intended, um... But it would have been a good twist if it was the point. Uh, if it was so that, he and made then... a, because he knew a lot of details. Yeah. About these murders. Yeah. The ones that happened in flashback. Uh huh. And he knew a lot of detail about those. So do you think that Bill was the killer all along um... and made up this story? Because he's criminally insane. Yeah, and Bigfoot's his repressed homosexuality. That's why he's pulling cocks off. That's why he's pulling cocks off. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's not in a demon. That's why his wife was having nightmares yeah. about Bigfoot. Mm. Because she had no reason to have nightmares about a large hairy arm. It's true. It's true. I think we've cracked the code. I think we have. I, I'm getting. I'm giving this film an extra star. You should. You should probably get a writer's credit for it. To be fair, I think. I think we're going to do a remake, and that's going to uh-huh. be a twist ending. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, you know, last week's uh, masterpiece, Unhinged, getting a sequel next year. Duh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Why? I have no idea. How's it getting a sequel? Uh, a modern day sequel. Not a remake. No, the sequel. We're such Unhinged two. <laughs> um, Was yeah. that announced after our podcast episode? Uh, I don't know. I just saw it on Labbox today for the upcoming films next oh. year. Uh, but yes, that's Night of the Demon. Okay, are you sure it's un- that Unhinged okay. and not the Russell Crowe Unhinged? It is a sequel to the 1982 slasher film Unhinged. I will read out the synopsis to you right now. It's called Unhinged Retribution. Retribution? Yeah. Uh, A sequel to the horror film Unhinged. Lorna's sister went missing in 1985, never to be heard from again. Now Lorna and a team of investigators are about to uncover what happened to her sister. Being released on the 2nd of May next year. Okay. Written by women. Okay, good. And co-directed by a woman as well. Oh, very nice. Could be better than the original. Well. <laughs> oh, it won't take much, will it? It wouldn't take much. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a terrible film. But anyway, we're talking about Night of the Demon, but that's very interesting. Well, so if it, anyone yeah. watched Unhinged after our podcast episodes um, and enjoyed it, yeah, then now you know there's a sequel coming out. 
next year. Yes, there's no sequel to Night of the Demon being made there as we speak. Thank God. Um, yeah, that's Night of the Demon. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I think it's a trash to piece. It's a lot of fun. Problematic with its uh, Bigfoot impregnating someone thing. Um, could have been dealt with in many different ways. But other than that... Uh, it just hasn't aged very well. Yeah, I mean, other than that, it's a lot of fun. A low-budget Bigfoot film that's just so bad it's good because they actually thought they were making a serious horror film. Yeah, if you enjoy your cheapo horror films with a large helping of ridiculousness then this is you can't go wrong with this um yeah and I, I wouldn't recommend everyone watch it but if that's your kind of thing then yeah yeah Give nastiest it moment it's got to be the cock isn't it yes yeah it's the cock being ripped even though it does look ridiculous <laughs> i mean it's, I, yeah it, it's the one where you're like oh it, it's yeah. it's the one that stands out the most isn't it because it's it's quite grim so, if you are a fan of Night of the Demon, let us know your nastiest moment um, and whether you would like to see a sequel for Night of the Demon, Light Unhinged. Yeah, um, if you're a fan of Cock Dismemberment, you know, give us your top five yeah. Cock Dismemberment yeah. films. We are Horrorcore Trash over on Facebook and Instagram, Horrorcore Trash on Twitter. I'm Gaz 92 on Letterboxd, Gazmo205 on Instagram and GazCruise92 on Twitter. I am ChrisBarker823 on Instagram, Twitter and Letterboxd. And go rate, review and subscribe on iTunes, like a follow and everything else. I feel like Kay's cooking every time I fuck <laughs> that up at the end. If you're not aware, YouTube Kay's cooking... I'm, I'm sure we've explained this. Sort of. Have we? <laughs> I feel like we've discussed it on here somewhere Probably. before. But um, every time I fuck up the ending, when you say, right, into Scrab, it's, yeah, I feel like uh We'll be back on Friday with this month's original versus remake episode, which will be I Spit on Your Grave to keep with the Nasty November theme. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be way more serious. Yes, I, I think so. Um... And then a week today... I, think, I mean, I know. I know a, it's going to be. A week today, something that won't be so serious. Uh, our final Nasty November film for this year, or should I say films, we'll be doing a Boogeyman double feature with The Boogeyman and Revenge of the Boogeyman. Yay. Which I, I'm very excited for. Which I'm not excited for. So, yes. I think Boogeyman is one of the worst films I've ever had the misfortune to watch. Well, analysing it for the podcast might change your mind. And apparently the second one's even worse, so (laughs) fucking hell. So we'll see you on Friday. Bye.